0: Today is Friday, February 12th. The title for our devotional is Humility. This week, as we've been looking back at our Incarnational Living series, we've seen that to do ministry like Jesus, we must consider our location, our time, and our compassion as vital aspects of our outreach. Finally, if we are to do ministry like Jesus did, with his incarnation as our model, we should be humble like Jesus was humble. Philippians 2 is the clearest teaching on the humility of Jesus in the Incarnation. Verses 1 through 11 say this Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from His love, if any common sharing in the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like minded, having the same love, and being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. This text makes clear that the incarnation was an act of humility on Jesus' part. It also specifically uses the humility seen in the theology of the incarnation as a model for how followers of Jesus should also be humble. Since this was a Christmas series on the incarnation, we should also note how the gospel authors make clear the humility of Jesus in his birth narrative. First, Jesus was born in Bethlehem. In Micah 5.2, Micah prophesies the birthplace of the Messiah to be in Bethlehem, saying, but you, O Bethlehem, Ephrathah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah. From you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from old, from ancient days. Next, Jesus was from Nazareth as his hometown. When told of Jesus, Nathaniel, one of Jesus' disciples, says, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Next, Jesus was born in a stable and laid in a manger. These are, of course, no places for a king. Next, the angels announced his birth to shepherds. Shepherding was an incredibly boring job that required little skill and garnered even less respect in the culture. Yet these are the folks to whom God chose to announce his son's birth. And finally, when Jesus is presented at the temple for his purification rites, the text only makes mention of Mary bringing two doves and two young pigeons. This was the allowance in the law of Moses for poor families. Those who could afford it were to bring a lamb. So this is Jesus, our Savior. This is the author and the perfecter of our faith. This is the central part of the book of Philippians and a core element in the birth narrative of Jesus. Therefore, if we are to act like Jesus, this humility, this willingness to give up our privileges and rights for others is something that should be at the core of our way of life. For additional content today, I'm just going to read Philippians 2, 5-8, which we read above, out of the message version. This version, I think, really brings out the humility of Jesus in everyday language. Philippians 2, beginning in verse 5. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity, and took on the status of a slave, becoming human. Having become human, he stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life, and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. For reflection time today, spend a few moments reflecting on the humility of Jesus, in coming to earth and dying on a cross. Thank him for his love, his sacrifice, and his humility. Then, I think the best thing that we can do to remain humble like Jesus is to practice regular repentance. It's hard to be proud when we are aware of the myriad ways in which we fail. Get alone for a bit today and repent of your sin. Remember that Jesus' work on the cross has removed your sin from you If your faith is in him, but don't move away from your sin too quickly. We don't need to constantly beat ourselves up about it, but there is a healthy humility that comes from a true recognition of our sinfulness and God's corresponding grace.